Welcome to Boxport, everyone! I'm Haludra, I'm here, I'm wide awake, and... Well, one of those things can't be said about Ben. Ben! He is here. Okay, I... It was yes. a joke. Trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that joke don't work in audio, dude. Yeah, I, I know it really doesn't. <laughs> but... So this is how tired I am. As I'm in my mind going with you with the opening, I thought you were going to say Battle Pets. Okay. True story. I almost did. But I'm like, yeah, we're doing Box Fort. So I got to say a Box Fort. Yeah. It was, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, oh, you know, we've only done 47 other episodes of this. Of course, we're going to say Battle Pets. I did that one time. I know. Maybe two yep. times in this whole time. Yeah, maybe. But I mean, that that's what happens when you run the risk of being the one who intros it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. If I were to intro it, it could possibly happen. But yeah, we'll never he'd know. He'd be introing us to Azeroth Roundtable and plus five to hit, guys. I actually, we don't do intros for plus five. I think Ro records something beforehand. Well, no, because yeah, he'll record like the, the recap. I don't listen to the show because I'm on it. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, exactly, right? I feel a little bad about that. But yeah, um, DN Discussions, no, Ryan intros that. Yeah, I, I haven't actually introduced the show since Azeroth Roundtable, which was last year, like mm-hmm. middle of the year. Yeah. Wow. I'm rusty. No, you're Ben. So, everyone, welcome to Boxport, where we reminisce about days of yore. Days of future past. Oh, no, not the Sentinels. That movie wasn't that bad. I actually like that one a lot. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was probably the best X-Men movie, but I the comics will always play a special place in my heart. Oh, definitely. Especially as the hu- human humanity... The humanity scale was ham, which <laughs> stuck out to me as a te- as a, as little me, little me, not like baby me, but little me, like mm-hmm. twelve. Where it's H for human, A for anomalous, which means there might possibly be some non-human DNA, discouraged from breeding. Literal quote from the comic book, and then M mutant, forbidden from breeding, like locked down. I'm like ham. You're gonna remember humanity by ham. Okay. Humanity by ham. There you go. Yeah. I was I was I was vaguely disappointed that wasn't like brought up in the movie. I would have loved to see the ham on the movie. Well, and, and see that's the thing is, is a lot of people don't know this, but mm-hmm. the entire um you know, mutation that happened in X Men originally mm-hmm. started by someone eating too much bacon. Yeah, yeah, and trichinosis got mm-hmm. to play, and ugh. Yeah, it started altering or altering their DNA. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it was amazing. And that then- was a bad weekend. That was a bad weekend for that poor guy. Oh no, wait. I'm sorry. The first mutant it was in Sabahner. <laughs> you apocalypse geek. <laughs> no, I'm an X Men geek. No <laughs> lies, man. No lies. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Hey, at least I knew who it was. Yes, you did. You you stopped there, and I'm like, oh no, did I delve too deep? <laughs> the lore. No, my mind is my mind is firing so slowly right now. I'm like, who yeah. was a what was his name? Oh yeah, he had a big A on his forehead. His name's Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his mouth was the lo- is the crossbar and the A. It's so hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, love the subtlety of character design for comic book characters in the 80s. It was a beautiful time oh God, full of 80s. roller skates. Leather jackets. And, and f- with the fringe on the arms. Mm-hmm. And then like rolled up <laughs> sleeves with, mm-hmm. with with other stuff underneath. And I mean, mm-hmm. just, yeah. You know, I will say, though, I'm that Age of Apocalypse movie is so bad. Mm-hmm. Like, and the, and even more so, they shoehorn a Wolverine thing in there that mm, yes, doesn't need to be like that whole sidetrack of going there mm-hmm. and then leaving. You could cut that entire bit out, and nothing would be different in this movie. Yeah. 
I felt like that about a book once. They were like, we got to cross the desert. And then they get across it and they're like, we have to go back. I'm like, no, no, no. We were just thirsty. <laughs> guys, 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 listen, guys, don't. <laughs> but they did because I'm not the author. But I was like, this, this entire second book is pointless. Yeah. You, well, you know, what's really funny, too, is like you just described the entire plot of Mad Max Fury Road, <laughs> but it works so well in that movie. <laughs> no, I was like, and they're going. I, I didn't enjoy that movie. Actually. Oh, really? Yeah, I saw it in the theaters back when theaters existed. Guys, there used to be a place where we'd go to go see movies. And... um. I saw it in the theater and I was just not into it. I remember everybody's like raving about this movie and, and, and just how great it was. And I'm sitting there going, it's a solid C. <laughs> okay. So I will say this. When I walked out of it the first time, I felt kind of the same way. I'm like, okay, you know, it's kind of, it's an okay action movie. Mm-hmm. Watch it again, like just at home and mm-hmm. something clicked. And then watched it again. And to me, each subsequent viewing, it's gotten better and better. I really enjoyed it. Like, a lot. I didn't think mm-hmm. I was going to. But, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I've I, never I really been like one for bad, mad, bad Max. Wow. <laughs> Freud. Jesus. No, Mad Max movies and me have never been an item. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to like this one. And I mean, the acting was pretty good and everything yeah. was over the top in all the right ways to check off Mad Max movies. But I mean, we, we were walking out and I was like, yeah, guys, they just went in a circle. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like I mean, they you- didn't have to fight so hard to get across the desert just to turn around and go, you know what? We're going to go back. And then they fought the guys when they were going back because it's like, it's got to be on my terms. <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> But they will escort you to exactly where you need to go. <laughs> and they will get you there faster with less violence. Okay. 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 What yeah, do I know? That's fine. Um, mm-hmm. Seriously, to each the everything that we Dude, talked about on no, this, no, to each their I'm, own. But No, I'm glad it exists. I'm glad everybody oh yeah, no. else enjoyed it. It just wasn't for I'm me. No, one of the things that, that I'm totally just grabbing on that whole idea on is the two Blade Runner movies. I don't care. I'm I'm like a huge sci-fi nerd. Love sci-fi uh-huh. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And for don't at me with, oh, have you seen this version of the original Blade Runner movie? Because I don't care what version it is. I've it seen 20 minutes that reframes the entire yeah. plot like, you got. I, I've tried multiple versions because it's mm-hmm. like it's one of those things where it's like maybe I was just tired when I saw it the first time. Maybe I was just in a bad mood when I watched it the second time. You know, I'm older now. I have a deeper appreciation exactly. for the genre. And I just didn't give a crap. So then the new <laughs> one came out. I'm like, maybe I'm just going to mm-hmm. try it. Because, you know, I don't want to miss out on potentially a really cool sci-fi thing. Just like like the new Dune movie, I freaking love. It is slow as heck. There's not a lot that happens in that movie, but I love it. So I'm like, okay, Blade Runner 2049, let's, let's do this. I, I, I talked to Nevermore. She's not interested. I'm like, okay, go to the movie theater. Sit down, watch. Got my popcorn. Got my drink. I'm all happy. Movie's over. I'm like. <sighs> okay. So the popcorn was nice. Yeah. It's like, Ugh. okay, David That's Batista like the was worst feeling. That was cool. Um, I like seeing Harrison Ford do stuff, but not really. I mean, mm-hmm. like, and it's not for lack of understanding of the movie. Like, I get what the movie's going on about, you know, what it's trying to say and mm-hmm. all that stuff. It just, it doesn't appeal to me at all. And I'm glad it's out there for the people who it does. And mm-hmm. especially for the people who really glom on and like, you know, totally love yeah. it. It's great. I'm so happy for them. It's just like the big geek that I am, it's not it. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, I get it. I've never, I've never seen them. Everybody's yeah. like, they're so great. And I'm like, if they were so great, why aren't they in a place where I can easily access them? <laughs> because they're so great that they want you to pay for them. That's why. I'm broke. I just gave my last 10 bucks to the Ukraine. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. Happy to hear that. But yeah. anyway, so that's a good side tangent before we even start into anything that's in the show Anything notes. else, man? We haven't even talked about our box for it. I, I mean. Know. Oh, it's wow. up. 
Mine's yeah, mo- a- mine's mobile though, and it has a whole bunch of cardboard spikes off of it. You know, to match the <laughs> the Mad Max theme, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You've got that tin foil over in the corner that you are both putting on top of things and wadding up for real battle damage. Look. Mm-hmm, exactly. And I've got <laughs> someone strapped hanging upside down uh, as a living blood bag in case I need him. Yeah, I his mean, name is, his name's Jim. Wow, you named your blood bag? No, that's what he said his name was. Oh, uh, don't let mine talk to me. Oh, yeah, I'm a no. snob. No, he's cool. I mean, it, you know, I'm, I'm giving him half my profits for uh, from Boxford. We're not even giving each other half our profits from Boxford. I know, but he doesn't know that I'm not getting paid from it yet. <laughs> so I figure I've got a week or two before Jim's gone. Well, if you got him hanging properly, you don't even have that, man. All True. the blood rushes to his brain pan. Okay, good point. Maybe I should just let him go. Hey, Jim. <laughs> Jim. Get out of here. Okay. I love that he's talking to a cat not named Jim. Jim's gone. <laughs> yeah, Jim's gone. Yeah, we're good now. He overheard he overheard his profit sharing scheme was Yeah, that's why I shouldn't have kept him just in the corner right over there. Right. I know, man. Oh well. Anyways, so how are you? What have you been up to? What are you playing? Are you having fun with the world? Okay. That let me rephrase that. Are you having fun in your life right now? Okay, there we go. <laughs> Still a tricky ask, isn't it, guys? Still a tricky <laughs> ask, but um I figure we got another no, year or so. Uh, um, what year yeah yeah it's just been the last year mm-hmm. no no i say we have another year to go and then we're good like after that 2023 that's gonna be the year oh ben you know how how people are like scarred by the great depression and stuff that's why they call me Brightside ben yeah, I know. Okay, just just asking. All right. So anyway, <laughs> yes, I'm doing, I'm doing better. My health is on a slight uptick. So, yay! I ventured into the outside world. Ooh, fancy! Mm-hmm. I am. Uh, only needed nine hazmat suits. For- no, I'm kidding. But uh, well, yeah, when they break through the first six layers, you you mm-hmm. still triple protected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nuts. No, but uh, I managed to go to, like, an outing, and I'm still here, so I'm pretty thrilled about that. That's a plus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, I went shopping and bought meat, and did you know Costco still has a lot of that stuff for real cheap? Cause, oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, to uh, cycle back, did you get any ham? Uh, no, but I did get... I did get a lot of pork chops. Oh, close enough. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> am I eating human? No, I am not. Eh, not today. Not today. But, no, I've been having a good time. Um, Tax return money came in, so I got a couple of new games. It's been super fun. Ben, I have found games to just totally zone off into. Good. What about you? I'll, I'll tell you guys more about that in a bit, but what about you? I mean, same question. No, no, same questions, man. <laughs> I, since the last time we talked, I have not played anything new. Mm-hmm. However, I am something around 35 hours into Horizon Forbidden West. I didn't expect you to be playing anything else. Let's be realistic here. Well, I got more to talk about on that game. Oh, I'm sure you do. Okay, so... I was here for Horizon Zero Dawn, Ben. <laughs> okay. First of all, still loving it. It is uh-huh. still amazing. I think it's great. I've gotten used to the things that I kind of said were, you know, oh, differences I need to get used to. I got used to those. Um, There is, well, to give you an idea. Okay. So like I said, I'm about 35 hours in. Anybody who's played the game. Um, so you're out of the tutorial. Yeah, I'm out of the tutorial. I went through the embassy, which is like, that's the first major quest that you get is you have to get through the embassy. Um, I did the next major quest thing where you 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 find out a whole bunch of information that I'm not going to say. Because, you did lore dump. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it opens up an entirely new chapter of, oh, 
Mm-hmm. Okay, this is interesting. Um, and then you have basically, uh, for your main story quest, you have three different places that you can go. Um, I went, or I have started the, hey, let's go to the first one and have barely touched that part of the quest. <laughs> so like I'm 35 hours in and I have done so much in this game that has nothing to do with the actual storyline. It is truly like the best kind of open worldness for me. You know, it like you, you look at the map and there's instead of uh, like in Horizon Zero Dawn where they had you bought um, like legends of where everything is in the entire map. This one is there's just question marks everywhere on the entire mm-hmm. map. But you just go and figure it out. And Ben, 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 wait. Oh, hold I on. I'd got to finish this. Oh, okay. OK. OK. So because of that, that's where I've come across the thing that is the 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 most uh i hate this about this game and that is running into something that i don't have the tool to pass and it's all totally metroidvania because you run up and then there's this metal flower there and it has all these vines and she's just all like i'll have to come back later once i have something to clear these vines and so I have all these things on my map that I can't do, and it's annoying the crap out of me so much. And I'm enjoying enough for you to do the main quest to get the things you need. Well, that's the thing is, is I don't know exactly what part I'm gonna you know get 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 the thing if it's actually on a main quest or a side quest or whatever. And I'm still enjoying the whole world and stuff, but it's like I'm gonna have to spend so much time just backtracking to do all this other stuff. And There'll I'm, be a reason for you to go there, yeah, like and, another quest. And, uh, and I know I'll be happy for it. Like once I get the thing, I'll be like, "Great, let's do this." But in the meantime, I'm like, the the one of these things is like in the very starting area where you start in, and it's like, oh, I can't get through that right now. And and I'm 35 hours later, still can't get through that thing in the very first bit. Then it has been a day and a half. Of course, you haven't been able to get through it. It's only been a day and a half. Yeah, and you yeah. sleep for like yeah, eight when hours you think that, about so. it that way. Yo, <laughs> when you think about it that way. So Ben, I gotta know about the lore dump, okay? Okay. Were you taken into a theater, which is a place that existed in the before times <laughs> where people watched movies? And then a screen came down and somebody went, Hi, I'm Mr. DNA. And did did it was the big plot twist that all the dinosaurs are girls? No. Dang it, I thought I was on to something there. But you, you kind of touched on the tiniest little bit of something that did happen, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm like, huh, okay. It's clippy, you guys. It's Mr. DNA. Yeah. It's, Mr. it's Mr. clippy DNA. is Mr. DNA. <laughs> yeah, Mr. DNA is confirmed the villain mm-hmm. of this game. Yeah. Nice. So... <laughs> that's great that's absolutely great but (laughs) well you're talking about this lore dump and i know there's techno techno dinosaurs and cool stuff going on and i'm like yeah it's so great too because as i've been going through this and stuff like the the dlc from uh zero dawn played Mm -hmm. into this game like you know generally stuff like that happens because obviously it's like oh you know it's part of the original game but the fact that like it showed up and it reared its like real ugly head and i'm just like oh man it's right there and it's it's it's, ugly it's added this this extra facet to some to like these questing that you're doing and stuff and like you were there when the dinosaur hatched yeah something like that (laughs) uh and it imprinted on me but um that's like (laughs) the allegory of some of the stuff is like fitting in a way that it's like yeah okay we can call it that but anyways um i'm breaking ben's brain live on show you guys because i'm i'm weirdly accurate but not really but close enough that it's almost freaky yeah i'm too tired for this okay (laughs) but um no i but it's just looking at you know what they did with the story for the first game and then Mm -hmm. the dlc that was added on to it like it was you know, I've, I've said many times before, it was a really great story. I loved it. I thought it was great. And then making a sequel and building on top of that and adding more lore and everything is just been really impressive. And the thing is, is like the stuff that they've added, it's not like, 
you know, some other sequels where they'll they'll just Hey, and here's your twin brother. Yeah. And here's exactly. a silent girl doing acrobatics in the background while you try to fix your fix your menus and your key in your your bags and stuff. You've you've touched on another thing, surprisingly <laughs> enough. Oh, um, oh, I was talking about Quiet from uh, Metal Gear. Yeah, and we're yeah. Anyways, <laughs> um, but but again, the, just the 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 way that the story plays out, it's interesting, and it's not like really super hokey. And I mean, you can kind of see hints at it when you're getting up to this lore dump, but. It's mm-hmm. just it's it's made the world again just so much more interesting to me, and I'm I'm loving so much of this to the point where it's like, yeah, I do want to go through and just do all of the major quests and stuff, but at the same time, I like doing all the side stuff before the major stuff, and because it's like I feel like I've earned it at that point, if it makes sense. You don't have to earn. No, it doesn't. Not to me. I'm sorry. That's really foreign <laughs> to me. I know. I know. It, the like, main it's, quest is the meat and potatoes. You don't fill up on rice. I like rice, though. Yeah, but, but I'm just um, saying. So, yeah, so my, my talent tree is filling up like really mm-hmm. well. It's doing pretty good. I'm starting to get uh, blue quality weapons. So I'm Ooh. pretty pretty happy about that. And it's just, yeah, like I'm loving the game so much. I'm so glad that it came out at a time where I really needed an escape and Mm -hmm. it's been like the perfect escape for me to just kind of go in, do stuff. It's yeah. Just the structure of it, the open worldness of it, the story, everything about it is just like perfect for me. Like it's just what you wanted. Yeah. Like the fact that we're going into the second game on this and you know, it's still just so amazing to me. Mm -hmm. It's starting to, come close to to being almost right next to mass effect as favorites. Yeah, I was wondering if it was kind of edging it's, up it's the mass inching effect. closer. I mean, yeah. If it ends and then there's a possibility for a third one and a third one comes out and it nails it as well, then it might surpass. It isn't Andromeda? What? Shut up. Um <laughs> but but I mean that that's the thing though is like one of the greatest things about Mass Effect is the fact that it is an RPG. There's so much replayability in it and mm-hmm. in all that. You know, you you alter bits of the story. You change things, you know, every step of the way. And that's one of the greatest parts. Whereas with this, it's such a cool, solid story that, like, I don't want choices on this. I want to mm-hmm. I, I delve through the entire thing that's been set out in front of me. Like... The, the world of Mass Effect is really interesting and like so expansive and you learn a lot about the world just, you know, through the gameplay and stuff. And I love that that place. The fact that this is set on Earth, it's in the future and the lore and everything that you learn about the history of what happened in the world and with everything going forward. Again, it's just as interesting to me. And like, I, I can't recommend the first game enough if you've never played it. The second one, again, so far is just turning into a masterpiece as well. So it's on my list. Yeah, it's oh, the first it's, one. It's just I still haven't played the first. That's one. perfectly fine. I know that you've seen a lot of it because uh, uh, Thrax was mm-hmm. playing it. Yeah, but it, it's still just so just it 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 it's pretty much perfect to me. That's Even though great. I've had you know glitches here and there. All games have glitches here and there. It's nothing game-breaking, except for one time where the frame rate slowed down to, like, zero. Mm-hmm. That part really sucked, but... I heard Alloy had Andromeda eyes for a while. Uh, Not for me. She wasn't focusing on anything she should have been actually looking at. Oh, I, so... I never saw that. Might have been just here and there or something, but... um, Yeah, it's just... Seriously... I like that Mass Effect has has given me something though to call like to name after it Andromeda <laughs> Eyes, you know? Like you see that and anybody who's played Mass Effect Andromeda automatically knows. Even what after Andromeda the patch that's supposed to fix are. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gosh, Andromeda just wasn't good. Except I I can't bear to part with it because it's still part of the Mass Effect series, but I'll probably never play it again. Yeah. And that is low, low indeed for a Mass Effect game, Ben. Considering I've played through I, it probably five times in the very least. I watched The Adventures of Ben with Space Hamster. Yeah, exactly. 
It was cute. So yeah, that's that's what I've been spending a, a, the only gaming time that I've had playing. Um, except for randomly jumping into Animal Crossing just to check my store to like buy stuff, but mm-hmm. I don't count that as gaming time because I'm not spending any you know. No, that's good time a chore. That. Yeah, exactly. It's a chore. <laughs> Although I did change my basement wallpaper, so that one accent wall is the the science lab tanks with like you know the the weird cloning creations. And oh then, yes. And then the rest of it is just like the sci-fi wallpaper instead. Neat. Yeah. But yeah. Um. What about you? What have you been playing? Well, after my tour of the facility, they put me in a large hamster ball. This is seriously Ooh. a game I'm playing. So I toured a facility, got in a hamster ball, right? Mm-hmm. And then, boom, you're in this big hamster ball. And then they pushed me out in the jungle and said, go take some photos. And I did. That's right, everybody. I'm playing Pokemon Snap, which <laughs> takes place in a Jurassic Park hamster ball. Wow. Mm-hmm. That is actually pretty amazing. Yeah, I I freaking love my hamster ball. I'm like, yeah. They're like, you get to do no character customization whatsoever in this game, which is really weird for a Pokemon game. I'm like, oh, don't come out lame. Don't come out lame. She comes, she comes trotting out, you know, because they're all really young, so they don't really run. They kind of mm-hmm. just trot. She comes trotting out. Her socks don't match. I'm like, you the girl right there. You're my girl. <laughs> Very fitting Yeah, for you. yeah. It's like they just, so, you know, looked at all of your save files and, and everything and just like, yeah, this is who we should make. Yeah, definitely. So uh, you, you get into your hamster ball and they're like, oh, no, we need photos in the jungle of Pokemon. And there are like five Pokemon in the jungle. I don't care. I'm sitting there going, picture, rapid style. Yes, that is right. If you didn't like any of those photos, I will come again because you can just. It's just nature sounds and little animal sounds. And sure, now and then you get something really weird animal sound-wise because Pokemon don't sound like animals. Yeah, they're weird digitized noises. Yeah, well, they've actually made them less digitized sounding, more more realistic. But you still get some of that digitized... I mean, come on, a, a bug Pokemon's going to sound digitized no so, matter what. So it, it's it, there's still some that are like... A little bit, but it, it, they try to make it more of a low rumbling instead of that part. Gotcha. So, yeah. So you're like, okay, here are my five pictures of Pokemon. They're like, you took 74 pictures of five Pokemon. And I went, yes, they were the only five I could find. <laughs> and so then they're like, pick the best one. And I went... Wow, you're rating all these bad. Like, well, I thought they were good photos, but fine. So you pick one and it goes into your scrapbook and you paste it in there. <laughs> and then they're like, cool. Go again. And so what you do is you go through it so many times and then the zone levels up. And what that means is the Pokemon that are there are like, hey, this person's here a lot. Let's pretend she's a rock now and they more come out and are comfortable around you. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And so I'm to the point I can go underwater in my Jurassic Park hamster ball. I can go inside active volcanoes into my, I, I think I should have died in the volcano to be honest. Oh no, everybody knows that a Jurassic Park hamster ball is heat resistant. It's the fumes I'm worried about. The thing ain't airtight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's really good ventilation. Yeah. I can shrink down really tiny in my Jurassic Park hamster ball to the point where a a little wormy Pokemon is towering above me. Oh, wow. Yeah, That's kind of cool. Yeah, you around like a small ping pong ball at one point. Um, But yeah, it's just some, you're just kind of staring at the screen and then you click a button. <laughs> Now, and you can just totally zone out while playing it, and then it's like, oh, look, it's the end. Did okay. you get a five-star photo? <laughs> okay, I doubt it does this, but if it does, that's even cooler. Mm-hmm. If you're playing the Switch off the dock, can mm-hmm. you, like, move it around like it's yep. a Yep. Like, even, all, like, 360 yep. degrees around? Yep. First thing I checked. Okay, that's really cool. Yeah. It is literally the first thing I checked. <laughs> I was That's... like, okay, because I've played other games where you look around and stuff and the thing, and you got to hit a button when something's a frame. Yeah. And yeah, oh, I, 
the DS has a lot of things that do that with the little camera oh, on the okay. DS. Okay. But uh, this game is for the Switch, and it's the new Pokemon Snap, and I'm having so much fun. I didn't get to play Pokemon Snap when it came out. Well, good. I'm glad that you're really enjoying it. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. It's just something I can turn on and play, and it doesn't require a lot of brain power, which, come on, guys. We're all stressed. We're all kind of at the end of our ropes. We we need a game where you don't have, where you don't need a lot of brain power, and it's just taking pictures of Pokemon, and it's like, oh, look, this one is for, oh, I threw a magic ball at it because apparently that's a thing you can do. You can either throw apples or magic glowing balls. And if you throw a magic glowing ball and you hit a Pokemon, it might light up a certain way. And so you take pictures of them at night when they light up a certain way. Or if you take this magic glowy ball and you hit a special flower that is actually a crystal, but hey, it's a flower... Other Pokemon may be attracted to it, and then you can catch them, like, standing on their heads or or pretending to warm themselves in the crystal fire <laughs> or something. And you're like, oh, okay. And then if they get close enough to it, then they start glowing. And so you take a picture of them. Not bad. I have a lot that I love about this game, but one thing I don't love is the rating system. Yeah. Like, for the longest time, one of my highest rated pictures of a Pokemon, it was barely in frame. It was like one of those action shots where the thing's zooming by, and so you try to take the picture quickly, Mm -hmm. but you don't get very much of it, and you're like, all right, well, I'll just turn this one in to get graded so I can get some points, and the teacher actually freaking hangs that one up at the front of the class and tells everybody, look how great it is, and you're sitting there really embarrassed because you thought the other one was better where it was perfectly in frame and and looking at you curiously and kind of leaning in. It's like, yes, that is a nature photo anybody would want. But no, that's a one-star photo where the one that is zooming by... Because it's not an action shot. Mm Mm-hmm. That's just it. So it says it grades you on... How much of the Pokemon's body is in frame, if it's looking at you, what it's doing, and I forget the last one. It must be it must be crazy points there because if it's cool I mean, and wearing sunglasses. That's what I should be throwing at the Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Not apples. Sunglasses. sunglasses. Yeah. You know the Squirtle Squad just looked amazing wearing those sunglasses. That's really what yeah, it all comes down to. I found a just squirtles not one was wearing sunglasses i was kind of irritated not gonna lie that's a one star photo right there Mm. a squirtle without sunglasses Uh uh-huh yeah yeah we know the trick now i gotta get some shades in there yeah because you gotta throw shade Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah like seriously i'm up against the side of a whalemer and if anybody here knows pokemon they know what that means, but for anybody else, a whalemer is a whale Pokemon, and it is huge. Mm-hmm. It makes buses look small and and dainty. And so, at one point when I'm going through the coral reef area, it surfaces next to me, and I'm like, oh, yes, I'm going to get pictures of it coming out of the water. And I did. I got a bunch of pictures doing that thing where the water hasn't broken yet, and then all of a sudden the water breaks across its face. And That's it's cool. like, oh, this is so cool. No. But do you know what scored really high? That picture where it's a big wall of flesh. Yeah, because you have more of its body in the frame. <laughs> I didn't, though. I had its whole head. That is no small feat. And the whalemer don't have feet. So you know it's important. That is a whale of a tail if I've ever heard one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just really chill. You get to hear nature sounds. You're mm, like, good. I could get out and walk faster. I could get out and walk faster than the, than this ball's going, and I still can't get the pictures I want because it's going too fast. Yeah, makes sense. I'm like, stand still, ball. <laughs> you know, it's funny that you're talking about like the nature sounds and everything like that. Um, mm-hmm. So in Horizon, obviously, there you know you're Jim in. Come back. You're Is in he nature. In your no, no, Jim's fine. Oh, okay. um, but yeah, so you know you're you're in nature. Mm-hmm. The thing that, like, it's a bit of a bummer because I don't like doing it. But you know, to upgrade all your storage, you need to, you know, like, 
kill animals to get bones and skins and stuff like that. That like, actually makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, it's it's annoying though because I'm like I don't like doing it. Um, but the good news is is that like for, for the first level of stuff, at least it's all kind of the same stuff. And then mm-hmm. once you're past that, it's like oh, I haven't seen a goose. There's no geese near here, so I guess I don't have to worry about it for a while. And then all of a sudden you're walking around by some water. You hear the honking of a geese. You're like, ah, oh, I gotta kill it now. <laughs> There's a goose. Yeah. So like I, the, the not the, noticing you were in a cave last time. Like, <laughs> but oh, like, I haven't seen a goose ever. Yeah, so I like, guess they don't live in a cave. In, in the first one, there were only like maybe like six different animals told to get mm-hmm. stuff in. So you know you had to constantly be you know doing this stuff. I've come across so many different types of like just little critters running around. Like I had to kill like like horned toads to get their bone to upgrade something, and then like a prairie dog. I had needed prairie dog skin for something, and I'm just like, this is just bizarre. Like I've killed bolt- vultures to get their wishbones and feathers and stuff. Vulture wishbone is highly specific. It was. <laughs> I'm like, I need a vulture wishbone to make my bomb satchel bigger. Okay. So, yeah, it's just. That is, is like, obnoxiously specific. Yeah, it really is. But I'm like, whatever. I'm doing what I need. Now, um, I'm at the point where I need a lot of different types of fish. So, I'm pretty sure that once I get to the part where I'm underwater a lot, that's where I'll deal with that. But I don't have the breathing thing yet. So, fishing stick? No, you don't fish. In fact, in the original game, uh, you shot salmon and stuff from the shore with your bow. It was great. Yeah, that's actually a viable fishing method that I do know about. Because I know a lot about fishing. Oh, I know. I don't fish, guys, but I know about fishing. (laughs) Exactly. See, so you are an expert in fishing and uh, farming, even though you don't do either of them in real life. I do not, actually. And it's, it's kind of funny for me. When when you start reading something like I, I, apparently Google at one point thought I was an avid fisherman. I don't know if it can, you know, if it's listening to the podcast or me right now when I talk about fishing. Maybe. But they decided to explain to me, you know, in my newsfeed, this is how to catch a trout in a braided river. Oh, in a braided one. Of course. Yeah. That, that's where it gets tricky. Yeah. It's where two rivers meet and there's a lot of white water, guys. Yeah. Why? Because I'm dumb enough to click on it going, what is a braided river? Hold on. I don't care about the trout. I want to know about the braided river. (laughs) That's a good thing to know. And then I was like, okay, never suggest this topic to me again. (laughs) So I send a lot of mixed messages to my poor Google man who's like, but you opened it. You clicked. (laughs) I did my job. Why are you yelling at me? Yeah. <laughs> you know what game does have fishing now? What? Disney Magical World 2 for the Switch. Ben. Do they like sing when you catch them? You catch them and they look at you and then they open their mouths and they'll spit up a bubble or a coin or something really rare and hard to find. And you're like, yes. And then you toss the fish back because... That's what you do. Yeah, I can see I've been fishing for seeds. And I need to get some more inky black bubbles. Well, I mean, just jump right in the water and do it and find it. You can't jump in the water and I don't have a bow. (laughs) Well, I don't think that they'd want those fish to be shot. No, it's it's a really cute game, you guys. Oh my gosh. It is Animal Crossing with Disney characters, as one of my friends. So she put it really well when, when I was trying to explain the game to her. And she's like, wait, is this Animal Crossing with Disney? Yes, yes it is. Because Mickey Mouse is your neighbor, and he's so excited that you're his neighbor. And oh my gosh, your house is literally next to Mickey Mouse's house. And you don't have much furniture yet, but that's okay, because you'll meet Chippendale, and Chippendale will send you on quests to go get things, and then they can take those quest things, and they can turn them into furniture. Like, did you ever want to live in the Beast Castle? Well, congratulations. Here's the wallpaper. Here's a here's a four-poster bed. It's for you. Live in the Beast's 
castle. Right now I'm living in Rapunzel's tower because I like the colors and the brightness. And I have a, and I have Vladimir's little unicorn on my table. Oh, yes. Yes, I do. That is actually really cute. It is. So you get to, you go there and it's basically the whole feel of, hey, you're our new neighbor. And then the king, who is not Mickey, because then Mickey couldn't be your neighbor and thus could not be approachable, grants you a cafe after you finish the tutorial, which I will warn you guys, it is the longest tutorial in known history. You're only going for 18 stamps, stickers, but those eight, because it's explaining to you how to play a game. 18 systems. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, gosh, stop, please. I, I I understand, but there's no skip. So you do it, and it takes about an hour. That's not but, too bad. So the king is like, here, have a cafe. And then you're running a cafe as you're running around, and you're dungeon delving and questing and killing the monsters and saving Stitch's reputation because the monsters come in, and they do bad things, and people blame Stitch. And you're like, oh, no. And then Stitch gets sad and he runs away into the the forest. And so then you have to help Aww. him. And then you have to find him because he goes, I'm, I'm lost. <laughs> no, he wasn't, he wasn't that cute. But he was like, it wasn't me. <laughs> and, he, and he goes off into the woods. And Lilo's like, if you just apologize, it'd be fine. And then she apologizes to him because I killed the ghost that did the thing. Yeah. Because... Ghosts, ghosts are the true enemy, you guys. Right. And all of the Disney lore, they it's always ghosts. Are. Always. It's ghosts. Yeah. That you gotta look out for. So, then Stitch is happy and everybody's happy and you get to hula. Yeah, makes and sense. And surf. Listen and Jumbo and Pleakley are like, hey, I want some stuff too. And so you go and you get the stuff and they're like, yeah. That's cool. We're not weirdos. Yeah, there's, there's so many zones. Like, I... I've cleared Lilo and Stitch and Arendelle up to a point in stickers and went, okay, this is the clear cutoff because I've like wrapped off the first big story arc. Mm -hmm. And then there's a bunch of quests to do after that. But I'm like, I'll I'll save those for later. Yeah. And just move on. And so I've moved on to uh, Atlantica and Wonderland. Okay, okay. Which are two other... You get to be a mermaid, you guys, and then you get to choose the color of your tail based on the outfit you pick. Oh, that's cool. And yeah, yeah. It's it, There's a black and pink, hot pink option that you can have. Okay, um, I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, I th- I'm not sure what it is for the guy set. I just got all the color options because I'm like, I'm like in this game to win it, Ben. I'm like... I want all the outfits. I want all the furniture. Oh, I'm going to play this game all the time. And so, you, you got to check in with like Pooh Corner because that's where you do your dirt digging. And in every zone, there's a place to fish. Wait, by dirt digging, like you're you're digging up dirt on other characters? Oh, um, sometimes, but not really. <laughs> not really. But you can have... So your cafe has these parties, right? And you get to pick the theme based on how you decorate the place. Yeah. And I'm working really hard to try to get the Nightmare Before Christmas theme built up enough to actually invite Jack and Sally. Because then once you invite a character to a party and you do the little dancing and singing event with them and pose for a picture to get their customized picture frames so you can see them in the electrical parade Mm -hmm. they will hang out in your zone just randomly oh okay yeah this sounds like they will they will hang out in the castle area just randomly so like wreck it ralph's hanging out by the docks makes sense chilling yeah yeah and then other people can come see well they quote unquote visit but you're basically just trading id cards and so, you know, whatever outfit you're wearing at that time, they get a copy of a picture of you in it. And it's it's so adorable. Yeah. Ben, I'm, I'm totally not looking at pictures right now of mm-hmm. of this and seeing a little girl surfing with Stitch. That's cool. Yep. He wants to surf like every day. Well, I mean, He's like, no, take me out on a surfboard, please. And I'm like, OK, I don't I don't mind. It's one of the easier requests. Wow, yeah, there's a lot of costumes and stuff. There's, okay, all the costumes from the 
first game are in this game, and then they're like, here, let's dump a bunch more, because a bunch more movies have come out since then. Oh my gosh, that Winnie the Pooh costume is just bonkers. Like, it's shorts, and then there's shoes <laughs> underneath. And then they mm-hmm. have, like, long, like, uh, elbow-length gloves, and then yep. it's a short sleeve shirt. That just... Oh yeah, they have dapper outfits. They have um, yeah, and then they have like the full cosplay outfits Mm -hmm. you can wear. Like, if you want to wear Cinderella's dress, you can easily go to talk to her, gather the materials, and then take them all to Daisy Duck because Daisy is the fashionista, and Daisy will happily dance in front of a sewing machine and give you a gown when she's finished. Now, the big question is, is there a mm-hmm. pink and a white version of Aurora's dress? Actually, or, sorry, pink yes. and blue. Pink and blue. Yeah. Actually, yes, because what you do is then when you go mining with the dwarves, they give you these color stones. And some of these things have little, like, color palettes on them, some of these costumes. Oh. And so when you take them, that means you can unlock via these stones and a little bit of money. Money is not an issue in this game. Um you can unlock different color variations, which is how you get all the fishtail colors. Okay, you can't cool. You can't have any combination in the world, but you can be a blonde fish with a black fishtail. You don't have to wear the exact matching bits. Yeah, this is cool stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just Animal Crossing, but with a lot more chores. Like, mm-hmm. 50% of the game is everybody going, hey, you know it would be really great? Could you wear this hat for me? <laughs> Seriously. And then you go, okay. And then you see, oh, I need I need a special fish bubble for the hat. So then you go to the zone where the fish bubble is and you fish it up and then you make the hat and then you put it on. And they go, yay, you wore the hat. Here, have this rare piece of furniture you can't get anywhere else. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. The first one was incredibly grindy. I still loved it. I still played it for like hours on end. But they, they took some of the grindiness out and, and just made it way more fun. Like, you're way more likely to end up with one of those, hey, I have the rare furniture you might need to finish your entire set and thus 100% complete the game and earn a little sticker crown, which you don't need to beat the game, but you just want. <laughs> yeah, no, that totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, this looks yeah. really cool. I love it. If everybody is like, I've always seen questions like, oh, if you were stuck in the last video game you played, or if you could choose any video game to be stuck in for a month, you know, what would your life be like? I'm like, I am picking this game. I can go to Hawaii. If I get sick of the heat, I can go to Arendelle. If I get sick of breathing, I can go to Atlantica. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't want to grow up, you can just go to Neverland. That there isn't Neverland in any version of the game I have played so far, but there is rumored to be a Disney Magical World three coming out soon. Ooh. Yeah, and I kept reading like, is this game okay for children? I'm like, I play it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because it, it's again as long as there's not like just... a, a black cauldron land, I think it's going to be okay for kids. There was in the first game for a dollar ninety nine a oh, Pirates of the what? Caribbean land. No, oh, no, not, oh, Black, not Cauldron, Black Cauldron. Oh, okay, but, but Pirates of the Caribbean, and they made it look movie realistic. Your character is essentially a me. Yeah. <laughs> so you're running around with literally Captain Jack Sparrow doing all his weird hand wavy stuff, but his head is, and the way everything looks, you are such an obvious sore thumb. I'm kind of glad they didn't redo that. Well, that's good then. Mm-hmm. Well, Hold on, cool. let me. I'm gonna check and see if there is anything Black Cauldron related in this game oh, because I that would be it. so cool. You, you know who is a big character in costuming in, in this game? Who? Marie. Do you know who Marie is? Uh, I know who Maurice is. No, Marie. She is the white kitten from the Aristocrat. Oh yeah, Aristocrat cats. I need to see that more often. And I've only seen it once. But here's the thing. Her color scheme is pink and white. Yeah. They will pull out the most obscure characters to get the color scheme they want so you can wear the Dapper Day outfit of your dreams. Because Piglet is pink and darker pink. And Aurora is pink and blue, or pink or blue and gold. So to get pink and white, they delved into this minor character from a movie almost nobody has seen and went, yes, we'll slap her name on everything. Hmm. 
Give us $2 and we'll give you furniture in her theme. Well, I got to say, seeing as how I've done Dapper Day, it is very fun. So, yeah. Yeah, it's like those cute little hunting caps and sweater vests Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and stuff. And some of them knickerbockers. Yeah, um, Nevermore and I did Dapper Day and we Disney bounded at the same time. And I was Pongo and she was Perdita. I actually have seen those pictures. I love those pictures. And I have a Cruella dress that wouldn't be too different from what she wore that day as Purdy. Very nice. Man, I want to go back. It's been too long. Mainly because I want to go to Galaxy's Edge again. I like living in Star Wars for a day. Mm -hmm. It's nice. Yeah. Uh, so while you're looking at that it's not in there but there's a lot of um maleficent stuff that is really close to very being okay. black cauldrony yeah so, by the way if if uh dear listener if you haven't seen the black cauldron and you have disney plus it's worth it because it is terrifying my aunt actually bought it but she wouldn't let her kids see it ever at all because it wasn't christian <laughs> Why did she buy? Yeah, never mind. That's she what... bought it so she'd have the whole set of Disney movies on VHS. Yeah, I wonder where that VHS is now. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny because um, I actually just talked to my mom about seeing Black Cauldron uh, just the other day, mm-hmm. and yeah, she she took me and my sister when we were you know itty bitty kids, thinking, "Hey, it's a Disney movie." And then we sit oh, there and we're watching, oh. and like if you know anything about it. It, I know a little about yeah, it. I've never seen it yeah, myself. I mean, look, I didn't know it was on Disney Plus. There's armies of the undead in that movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the thing is, it's like I was never scared, never scared at all about the whole thing, and she was so worried about that. So yeah, we never owned it when it came out. We never watched it again except for that one time in the theater, and then Nevermore and I watched it when it was on, you know, when it came to Disney Plus, and we're just like oh, this is why Disney almost went bankrupt until The Little Mermaid came out. Well, and Oliver and company and the Aristocats. Yeah. They just they just weren't hitting them out of the park. Yeah, exactly. But, okay, this is a bit of a tangent. I know, so weird for this show. But uh, I remember going to the movies when I was very little and I was scared out of my mind. Okay. They took me to see E.T., yes we talked about this as well because my mom didn't understand why et scared me but the black cauldron didn't yeah i was terrified of et because et pops out and screamed and then i screamed and i spent the rest of the movie sitting on the floor in the theater quietly so the alien wouldn't scream at me again i remember thinking that yeah sitting there and just you know just Playing with whatever I found because I was quite young. <laughs> yeah. No, I was I was terrified of it. And on top yeah. of that, too, you know, E.T. gets like this psychic link and starts controlling Elliot and stuff. Didn't see it that long. Yeah, Didn't no, I know. Didn't even see no, it that long. I'm, I'm telling you why I was scared. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it, it was terrifying. Like, then E.T.'s dying and so is Elliot. And then until he starts coming back to life again and stuff. And mm-hmm. then just, it was a terrifying movie when I was a kid. And Again, my, so my mom just never understood why I was because scared of that. Because E.T. screamed at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> like the, the, the one point where I always said, like, this scene right here is the example. It's when Gertie walks in, sees him for the first time. He jumps his ne- neck up and she screams and runs. And he chases after her going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. Oh, for, yeah. for a little kid. It's- not a fun it's thing. It's absolutely terrifying. Yes. And, you know, my parents were really irritated with me when I was little. And I couldn't explain it for years because I just didn't have the vocabulary. Yeah. But that is... Dude, look at E.T. Look at him. Yeah, he's not a cuddly friend. Mm-mm. Now, if he were a giant teddy... If he were an Ewok. Yeah. That would have been a totally different movie. Oh, yeah. Totally. I would have been even okay with the glowing finger. Yeah. Or like, like, geez, the, the his heart light when it lights up and you see his heart on the inside. Like, mm-hmm. that's freaky, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that wasn't a movie meant for kids. They really 
really did bad in that one. Yeah, it's come on, come on, Steven Spielberg, come on. Yeah, sure. Then, then okay, but then he gave us Indiana Jones meets the aliens, and I've just oh, that was so bad, and so bad. You know what's even worse? The hmm. fifth Indiana Jones movie has just finished wrapping its shooting. I don't know that I trust him. First with E.T., now with Indiana Jones meets the aliens, which, guys, this is what he wanted to call the movie, and they said no, so he called it the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. And they're like, great, what's he doing it? And then he said, meets aliens. Yeah. Uh, when you change your genre from, you know, like, adventure to 50s sci-fi, sci-fi? Yeah. you're going to have people not that happy. I wasn't happy. No, I didn't I like it. I wasn't. I watched it a second time because FilmSack did it. And I was not happy with it then either. Because, like, the movie starts out, the whole beginning and stuff, not good. There's one bit in there that actually was felt Indiana Jonesy, And I'm I'm like, okay, okay, mm-hmm. I can get behind this. This is when stupid Shia LaBeouf, like, gets him on his motorcycle and there's a chase, like, through the school and stuff. And then after that... I lost all hope because it turned into crap again. It's aliens. Yeah. Like the, the supernatural aspect of the first three movies was what I think really made them work really well by mm-hmm. having a, a, a temple with a golden idol. Yeah. Or like the Shankara stones mm-hmm. or the Holy Grail. It's like, again, more of a supernatural, like religious type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, Finding out something about a culture that you didn't know, and it has this this mystic tint to it. You know, nice. it's very pulp, pulpy book, pulpy comic, yeah, pulpy exactly. novel. It was really cool. And and the big thing too is that it the the mysticism and stuff stayed there after mm-hmm. the discovery of the the artifact. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Kingdom of the Crystal Crystal Skull. The artifact's in the movie the entire time. Like, they have it. Yeah. From the very beginning. Yeah, it's not special until. Yeah, and then you get it to the temple, and then it's not mystical. It's, oh, it's just aliens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They they broke yeah. that. They broke that uh, formula. They did. But I'll tell you, a formula that somehow worked incredibly well after Do you use frog dna i don't know why this movie's on the brain but there we go man no it, it's something that that worked incredibly well after a long hiatus mm-hmm. and that is something that you've been watching again i just want to throw a woohoo out there yep yep oh guys the new ducktales have you seen it yet not you, Ben. I know, I know you've seen I know. it. Like I'm the one who, said, who told I'm you asking, to watch it. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, this is this is the best show, guys. If you grew up with the old show and you're like, oh, it's different. No. Stop. Go to well, YouTube. It is different. After the it is different, yes. But and I'm saying go, stop. Go to YouTube. Watch the first episode, because it's still on YouTube, and then make a decision. Just one episode, man. I always give everything three episodes. Three episodes, and if I'm not into it, then I'm just done. Yeah, so I watched the first episode on YouTube, mm-hmm. and because I don't have normal cable. Mm-hmm. That's this, all I got and, for and, a long time. And this was long before Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. I went on iTunes, and I bought the season. Jeez. And then I have bought every season, like some subsequent season after that, because this show is so good. It is so good. It is on Disney+. Plus. You can watch it. It is very smart very hysterical it works for all ages mm-hmm. and like i am not lying when i say every episode when i watched it it made me laugh out loud like not oh lol huh no i mean literally laugh out loud mm-hmm. like and I, there's I, so many little throwbacks and easter eggs mm-hmm. that are clever and it it's not distracting yeah it's one of those if you know you know if you mm-hmm. don't know, it's fine. It's fine. It's not going to make fun of you. Yeah. And I mean, the the character development of all the characters is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially Huey, Dewey, and Louie, because they are different characters this time. Yeah. They all have extremely different voices. And mm-hmm. I got to say, I really like it because I. 
It's like, it's not until you've broken out of that mold that you realize, oh, that shouldn't have been a mold. That was kind of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're the, uh, the the Shining Twins, but there's three of them. Yeah, but there's three of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even like uh, like like the Beagle Boys are great. Glomgold mm-hmm. um, is amazing. There's, amazing. Uh, Gyro is really great in this. Mm-hmm. Um just all of it is is fantastic. There's new characters that you never would have imagined would be in there or like that would work. Mm-hmm. And surprisingly enough, I am happy that Donald is in the series as much as he is because I was never the biggest Donald Duck fan, but he, but he's like really good and actually adds a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And I like like there's a point where the during the, an investigation, the kids uncover a man who is sending threatening letters to Uncle Donald. And they they, they want to get to the bottom of this, man, because that's their uncle. That's their family. You don't do that. And it turns out, no, this guy is not a bad guy. <laughs> he's, he's Uncle Donald's anger management coach and psychiatrist. <laughs> and, you know, he goes to explain, you know, Donald... Feels like he's unheard, both literally and figuratively in his life. And that leads to rage. And that's why he has such a short temper. And it's like, that's actually really makes sense. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of heartwarming that, you know, he had it in check until the boys came along. Because the idea of something happening to those three kids freaks him out he cannot contemplate Mm -hmm. a world where that happens and i I thought that was a really heartwarming episode yeah definitely um one of the episodes that i continue to go back to is that the mystery links episode the the golfing one all because of two characters that are introduced and they make me laugh every single time and i i -hmm. cannot say the premise because it'll break the joke yeah yeah, but uh, the voice actress for one did a similar character on another show that was really popular, <laughs> and that alone cracks me up every time oh, she great. opens her mouth. Absolutely great. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, the voice acting is amazing. The story is amazing. Like, there, there's a lot of you know single episodes that work, but there is actually a really good throughput storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, and They'll drop it for like an episode here and there, but then yeah. it's like, oh no, wait, this is a thing. Yeah, and even the the standalone episodes can build off mm-hmm. of each other. It works really well. So, uh, I mean, again, if you got Disney Plus, uh, the Black Cauldron, and then cleanse your palate with some awesome Ducktales. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Thrax is even going around saying that this may be his favorite Ducktales iteration of all time. Oh, I agree. It is, and my he favorite. was diehard for the old stuff. Me too. Like, we have box sets. Oh, yeah. The old stuff was good. You know, a sea monster ate my ice cream. Eat my ice cream! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, and on that note, I don't think we can peak higher in this episode than that. Not, with, not after ice cream, no. No. So uh, with that, I think it's time to go ahead and pull up those uh, cardboard drawbridges. Mm-hmm. I'm going to uh, take off the, the cardboard spikes that I lined around. I'm no longer no, mobile no, no, in my no. box for it. No, it's not a good aesthetic, especially without Jim here. So Yeah, but but you could have like the tinfoil wing. No, no, I'll keep that. I'm oh, just taking okay. the spikes off. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I like the tinfoil. It's, yeah. it's really I, I want to be more inviting. Yeah, the tinfoil mm. is my sci-fi wing. Not, not like Crystal Skull sci-fi, but like good sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, if you would like to contact us, we are at Battle Pets Show on Twitter. No, we're not. We're oh at Bogsport Show. I did it. I did the thing. <gasps> no. Bogsport <laughs> Show. Sorry. That was pretty great, I gotta say. Yeah, it was. That was great. Uh, you know what it was? I accidentally logged into Battle Pets on my phone the other day oh, instead yeah? of Bogsport to tweet. And I was like, why is it so weird here? Like... What's going on? <laughs> That's great. Uh, mm-hmm. If you're looking for us individually, though, you can find me. I am at Ben Bumhofer, and Aludra is at Aludra's Pets. Yep. 
Yep. Um, if you have any questions, comments, want to tell us about your favorite episode of DuckTales, you can always email us. That is boxfortshow at gmail.com. I almost said at yes. email.com. That's not something to do. <laughs> yeah, at least you're tired, though. At least you have a reason. If you want to hear more about Ben talking about all things amazing in Ben's world, you can find him at DN Discussions, where he talks about how to be uh, how to be a good D&D player, both behind the screen and in front of it as a player. Dun, dun, dun. They go over some neat stuff, like how to make traveling interesting and uh, random events and uh, what was the Tons last one about? Stuff. Oh, yeah. You've had some really great guests, too. Like, people I was, like, fangirling over. <laughs> yeah, we've still got a couple golden geese that we're really trying to get on, but, uh, you know, we'll mm-hmm. see, eventually. We'll see what happens. Eventually. And then you want to hear Ben play D&D and see if he, he puts his money where his mouth is. You can find him on plus five to hit. See if his little his little character will actually be taking his own advice. Ben, what are you playing right now? Uh, I'm still on my bard. We're still doing good. Um, mm-hmm. Yep, going through Rhyme of the Frostmaiden. Uh, okay, I was we, just checking. We, we it's actually, been a while since I've checked in on the campaign, yeah, honestly. We actually just did a side quest that was completely made up, and it was uh, mm. it, it was a my character-centric quest, too. Cute. It was oh, my gosh. Cool. I'm not going to miss that episode, you guys. I uh, we, we succeeded in finding some Chewingas a new home. Nice. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And more stuff but uh i won't talk about it on air because that episode's not out yet we just recorded yeah. it last night <gasps> fun oh awesome anything else you want to plug while we're here ben um just you know what box fort it's a great show there's a whole bunch of I other like. episodes like 47 of them so check them out 47 at uh box yeah i talk about horizon zero dawn at other points in the show he does and it's okay it's kind of it's so funny because because one of my really good friends like she, they're playing the game mm-hmm. and it's like so do you know about this and horizon's like yes i know about it oh you've played <laughs> no never played him <laughs> but it's okay because i love hearing people be excited about things oh, i yeah. love it. it is like the best thing when your friend is excited about a thing well, that's one of the reasons why i love doing the show yeah same and and honestly this is like my zen pokemon snap time of, Thank you for not of, taking tons of pictures the entire time. I appreciate that. I, you do not know what I am doing on my keyboard. You do not know the status of my print screen button, sir. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> really hope you didn't just print screen that. Anyway, I did not. I did not. But, you know, you never know. I mean, you get them. <laughs> oh, I was too fast or too slow. Dang it. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyways, everybody, thank you very much for joining us on this episode. And until next time, be good to each other. Thanks for listening.